Hello, friends, and welcome to the second episode of Hit Dice, a real play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Wes. I'm so excited you've decided to hit play on another episode of our humble podcast, and I hope you're having as much fun as we are. Sometimes we might have a little too much fun and forget to check the batteries on our mics. Toward the end of this episode, my mic does cut out. I'm still very audible, but the quality lessons just a little bit. I hope you can forgive me, and I promise I'm much better about it in future episodes. Apologies aside, let's get right into it and see where our hero's investigation will lead them in the second episode of Hit Dice, Sensible Goblins. This week's episode is brought to you by Caleb's Sinus Infection. Ow! And the Lizard of Sadness. <laughs> and the Lizard of Sadness. Um, just as a reminder, let's introduce ourselves really quickly one more time. Say your name, uh, what race and class you're playing. Start I'm with Caleb. you. Oh, sorry. Don't talk over me. Wait till I point to you. Now go. I'm Caleb Hanks. I'm playing the best character ever, the guy on the buffalo. He's a guy, and he's on a buffalo. He's a human, and he's a ranger, too. <laughs> I'm Alan Clark playing Patches the Half Elf Rogue. I'm Jonathan, I'm playing the Gnome Wizard. I'm Nina Larson, and I am playing the Half Elf Warlock. Say your names, y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tank. wait, no, it's too confusing now. Yeah. Just say your human oh, name. Oh my gosh, my human <laughs> name is Rachel, and I'm playing Callista, who is a tiefling bard dancer person. Not the star of Ellie McBeal. Nope. Calista Astorio, <laughs> not Flockhart. Um, does anybody want to recap what happened last episode really super quickly? We talked to a lot of people about some magic items that were stolen from a wizard a community. We set free a lizard of sadness and it became a lizard of You're sadness. You're done. You don't get to do recaps anymore. Somebody else? <laughs> that was backwards. You're right. So we went to uh, Kaggert's School of Magic uh, to investigate some items that have been stolen there. No one really knows, well, no one. We think that no one really knows um, how they were stolen, why they were stolen. Um, so we're basically sort of methodically going around and interrogating <laughs> yeah. people to figure out what the fuck and is after up. a lot of dead ends, we finally talked to the groundskeeper, Finley, who put us on the track of <coughs> talking to the goblins on the campus. All right, sure. Um, I don't just want to jump right into it, but uh, you guys are still in uh, that garden, the arboretum of this campus, um, and uh, you, you're, you're kind of still there with uh, Finley Humbleduck. Uh, he is a little portly halfling. Um, he is, it seems like the goblins have threatened him over something. Humbleduck. Um, Humbleduck. That's his last name. That's so sweet. Thanks. He likes it too. Um, but anyway, it, he it, it, he let slip. Uh, oh, by the way, this week's episode is also brought to you by the inspiration that I didn't give to Callista for uh, pointing out Finley Humbleduck's lie. It was a dirty lie. Yeah, it was a dirty lie, and you caught it, and that was super awesome, and you get inspiration for it. Inspired. Uh, and that's what put you guys on a trail, finally. Um, kind of makes you wonder who else has been lying to you. But anyway, I'm not gonna, uh, you guys are still in this Arboretum Garden with Finley. Uh, you don't have to talk to him still, but uh, if you want to talk amongst yourselves, totally fine. Um, but what do you guys want to do? Bye, I like your pigeon. Yeah, um, thanks. Uh, he's really my only friend around here. That's sad. I Let's know how go. that feels. <laughs> so, Finley, I have observed as we've left our meetings with the people on campus that a group of the goblins have been sort of following us from place to place. So I'm going to recommend that we leave here by different paths at a different time so they don't know that we spoke with you. I appreciate that. Um, look, uh, 
They like to act tough, but they don't have anything. They're just, except brooms and, I don't know, like dusters and shovels. I guess they could probably hurt you with the shovels. Yeah, they're not strong. They like to act like they have it together and like they're fighters, but they're not. One good whack with a shovel could fucking kill me. <laughs> don't let them intimidate you. Like, don't let them like they intimidated me. <laughs> Tell it to your pigeons. <laughs> there's just like shit all over his shoulder. It like never leaves it. And he every time he he's like always got food in his pockets. And every time he pulls it out to eat, he'll pick off a little crumb and give it to his pigeon and put it back in his oh pocket. I like him even though he lies. <laughs> it should probably have a duck on his shoulder. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Before we go, I just whisper in his ear, humble fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just goes, oh. <laughs> oh. I think he's heard that one before. <laughs> Which is as bad as the goblins. As as <laughs> you guys in the goblins form a war party and just like devastate everything. Bully everyone yeah. at the school. <laughs> All right, let's go to a place that we can speak in private for a little bit, I say in the voice of Guy on the Buffalo. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> Finley leaves immediately, so you guys are left to your privacy. Like, he just yeah, walks away. Stay here for a he, and, and as he's walking out, he just says, if there's anything else I can help you with, just let me know. Yeah, where do we find Brusbull? Uh, he's the he's the biggest goblin. The biggest goblin. And in, We're going to need him all the west side so we can pick him up. Campus. Western side of campus. That's where they live. That is where they live. Though they aren't all there now. It's still yeah, the they're daytime. Working. They're working, yeah. We can go at dusk and intimidate the living shit out of their little goblin ass. So you guys are left uh, in privacy. Uh, Humble Duck has left. Thoughts, anyone? All right, adventuring bros of Goebbels. Let's talk here. Let's think of all the different connections that we can make with the information that we have at hand. Number one, the pieces of things that have been stolen cannot be detected via magic. Number two. Uh, I can't think uh-huh. of anything for number two. <laughs> I, think, I think it's very odd how this professor saved these children and then was let go. Like, he seems like he's a hero. Why would they let him go? Because it's necromancy and they're under a lot of pressure to keep it only up and up. But our the headmaster like, did seem to be very concerned about revenue. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing she cares about right now is that the kids don't get scared and quit coming here. Yeah, everyone is very concerned tuition. that we don't upset the children. Yeah. And only because they don't want to lose tuition. Which all I want to fucking do is like <clears throat> upset, upset some children. <laughs> I hear that. They're pretty sure. I'm restraining myself. There will be a time for upsetting children. Okay. Um, upset children. So... Episode two. <laughs> There's probably a big pile of buffalo shit up there that isn't making a lot of them happy. <laughs> Where did you leave him? Oh my goodness. He's outside of the main hall right now, right? Straight out from the main hall. Yeah, they don't have stables here. There's like a big fountain. He's like drinking out of the ship. So Finley seems to be pretty intimidated by the goblins, though. Mm-hmm. He definitely caught them up to something. We don't know if it's what we need them to be have been up to. Um, and if it's not the goblins doing it, it could be someone paying the goblins to do something yeah, I, or using them. Yeah. I think we should maybe talk to the goblins, but I was thinking maybe we can talk to one of the professors or their headmaster and see about maybe getting another spell scroll of Disguise Self and have our lovely friend here, Patches, talk to some goblins for us. It's a goblin. Ooh. Just as a possibility. I like this I don't idea. know if they have that. I know one was already stolen, so maybe they have another. And how about this? If things start to get nasty, we'll set up shop outside and cover ourselves in leaves and bust in guns a-blazing. 
Oh, yeah, because that worked so well last time. <laughs> I mean, y'all didn't try to get, get in a tree. It might have gone awesome. <laughs> Do y'all want to talk to some goblins? I mean, I'll talk to some goblins, but so you want me to basically infiltrate their ranks as a goblin? Sure. Like I'm in on it? The like twelve of them the who have been together for years here. You're just supposed get to be some, used to new I, goblins. Just some basic insight into how they're feeling as a goblin. So the idea is to maybe disguise yourself as a goblin with this magic spell. Why, okay. are, why are they going to trust that? Hmm? Maybe, maybe it's he doesn't disguise... It's been just the 12 of them here for years. You think a no, random saying, goblin that shows up, they're going to be like, hey, yes, let me tell you my inner secrets. Not, not the inner secrets, but maybe get insight maybe if they're up to something. How about he's not a goblin? How about he's like a smuggler him. that's trying to like get the goblins some stolen jewelry or something? I mean, I'll fucking do it as patches. I'll yeah, don't, do you know I mean, you any can intimidate the show. I don't know any goblins, no, but I mean, I, I'm, I mean I'll talk to them. <clears throat> You're the guy that knows everybody. So. I do think we need to talk to some goblins. Just throwing out some ideas. What if I talk to them like I wanted to hire them to get me things out of the school to sell okay. or something? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I like this That's idea. a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. Yeah. What do you think, Calista? Usually, I, I have more confidence in that than I would in yeah. you trying to trick them. Yeah, because I wouldn't be surprised if you actually did want them to. Because yeah, this is a trick, sell. but it's like a trick, <laughs> but it's not like, really a trick. You might have said bringing us Okay, you want me to go? I'll go in. I'll talk to Brusbull first, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe. We need to be nearby. Yeah. Yes. Can you do like a secret, like, hooty hoo, if things get crazy? <laughs> I'll do hooty hoo. Exactly. That's going to be my. Yeah. Do you think they'd be put off if I came with you? I don't think so. I can communicate quietly to someone without being noticed if we need to call in reinforcements. And I wouldn't be surprised if goblins didn't love dancers. I I think they do. I think that's in their history. Cool. The the only issue would be that they've probably seen us walking around. They have already been watching us all walk around. So they don't know why we're. No one knows why we're. They know these two are legit from another school. I'm sure they've. Yeah. So we're not going. Yeah. Probably not concerned about our buffalo friend very much. Also, they should be, but they're not. I have a bit of a reputation for Mm -hmm. you know stealing shit. (laughs) So it's not completely unreasonable for them to maybe think that I do want well, to you just came to... with this party to try and get a connection inside. And you're, what time of the day is I it? Mean... It's, it's, it's a little past midday now. Okay. Yeah. So you wait that. until dusk when they, move, when they go back to the barracks and then mm. you can go talk to them? Did the one, was he on the library cleaning team? Would he be in the library? Rerog? Rerag? Rerag. Rerag. He's not the reasonable one. No. He's not the reasonable one. The sensible reasonable one is Brisbane. But he said they're always together. Okay. Yeah, so as you all are talking, um, the, the heat of the summer sun on this campus has kind of started to fade. Uh, a storm hasn't hit yet, but you can see these dark clouds beginning to kind of move in over the school. Uh, just another one of these storms, and they just kind of seem to be really frequent. 
Um, it is summertime and it is hot, but they just seem to kind of come one after another. And in your travels, it's just like one comes, all this rain and thunder and lightning hits and happens and it's chaos and it passes. And it seems like as long as that storm lasted, uh, it takes about that much time for another one to kind of just roll back in. And since you've been at Kaggerts, you have noticed uh, that clouds kind of seem to always be hovering around it. Um, that they are always coming in, and even when it's not uh, raining or storming, you can hear claps of thunder uh, coming from the distance somewhere. But uh, whether that's heat lightning or just like the threat of a storm coming in or the storm not coming over the school for some reason, uh, it's unknown to you all. But uh, the storms do seem to be more frequent here, to say the least. Um, and even when the storms aren't in, you can still hear the clap of thunder sometimes. <clears throat> Let's go talk to Rerig. Rustbull. What is the rest of us going to do while you guys infiltrate the goblin base? Be nearby. Sit quietly. <laughs> oh, no, that. Why don't, Mind your business. Why don't we go sit in the library and watch the comings and goings? Yeah. Well, that's good. I suspect we're going to find them in the library anyway. Should we run into trouble and need you, you'll hear from me. We'll go bury our noses in some books. I'd okay. like to leave the buffalo up front. If you find landers, we and... it. So you're going to go back to your buffalo? I'm going to go leave him a little bit of food. You walk up to your buffalo, and as you guys are all walking, you're talking about this plan, where you guys are all going to go. And as you do, you notice that there is actually a goblin on your buffalo. As you come up, like, pretending to ride it. Like, there's a goblin on my buffalo. But he's, like, pretending to ride it, and there are two other goblins around the buffalo, and it looks like they're trying to talk him to get, like, frantically, like, get off, get off. And he's just like, now, now. Like, I'm just, like, like waving him off. Like, 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 I want to know how the buffalo feels about it. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, the buffalo seems totally unfazed. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's just, like, chewing on its curd or whatever, just like, <laughs> and it's sitting, yeah, cud, whatever. It's not and, and it's sitting, it's sitting beside, it is sitting beside the fountain in front of the main hall, and it's just drinking from it and grazing on the gardens. And you can see that some of the more beautiful flowers and bushes have since been eaten. We owe our little uh -oh. lion buddy. That's fine. He gets paid to take care of that shit. But yeah, there are like three goblins around it. One is actually on top so of Buffalo. The goblin. What's doing up there, little bud? Bud Row? Uh, um, I'm, uh, I'm riding against this Buffalo. <laughs> me too. I'm always riding that Buffalo. Leave me alone. Fine. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, and then you hear, yeah, you hear the other one, the, the other, one of the goblins is, uh, one of the goblins, I'll just give you some descriptions of them. The goblin that's on the top is small, even by goblin standards. His dark beady eyes are constantly shifting as you guys are talking to him. He's perpetually like <sighs> out of breath. Like, <sighs> like he's always just trying to catch his breath. Uh, he wears simple clothing. Uh, and he also has like a toothy grin. His skin is a dull mossy green and he has a slight jingle when he walks. Um, you can just hear something like tinkling as he walks. You don't see what it is, but you can hear it. Um, the other goblin is almost as big, the one who's trying to get him down is almost as big as a dwarf, uh, which is very big for a goblin. This goblin stands firm. Uh, his bored expression complemented only by his far off gaze. His hands both sit lazily at his side when he's not reaching out to the one at the top. His skin is brown green and he's missing the top of one of his ears. Um, and then the third goblin on the other side is a female goblin. She has stringy hair. She's poured it into uh, a very sad ponytail. Her clothes are simple like the other goblins, but she has them decorated with simple shiny trinkets like bent forks and hairpins. Uh, she avoids your gazes as you walk up and she stands with her hands clasped. Her ears are large and pointy and her skin is an earthen healthy green. 
uh, but she doesn't like look up at you guys and she's trying to get the uh, one goblin on the top off and when she sees you approach and you say something she kind of just uh, goes down into this hunkered state and she's clasping her hands in front of her and she won't look up uh, and meet your eyes I say, hey there, friend, uh, goblin on the buffalo. Uh, what's uh, what's your name, little little beast master? <laughs> uh, who's asking? I'm the guy on the buffalo. So usually, no, I'm, I'm the guy on the buffalo. No, you're the goblin on the buffalo. I'm the guy on the buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not on the buffalo right now. And I take my little. I have a staff. I was giving it to my outlander's pack or out whatever thing. And I just go, yeah, that's cool. And I stick it up under his leg and just go, click. And <laughs> throw him off and of it. just shove him right up. Yeah. So he just gets up in like a fear, uh, like he's furious. Go Who do you think you are? You can't do that to me. And he like comes up to you and he's Roll like scratching it. And yeah. I just go, I'm the guy on the buffalo. Net 20. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, yeah you're bu- you say that and he's like in your face and he turns around and your buffalo has since gotten right behind him. And he turns around and its face is just like in his and it's like, <laughs> like right in his face. And when it does that, he's like, uh, uh, and he uh, like runs over behind the bigger goblin, and he stands behind him, and he like clasps onto his clothes, and he's like, Brusbel, kill him, Brusbel, kill him. Hi, Brusbel. <laughs> Hello, friend. Hi. Uh, how how are you guys? I'm okay. okay. Sorry about Rerig. He's uh, he's easily wound up. Ah, Rerig. We've uh, we've heard of you. You're telling me he's like a Jack and Russell fucking terrier. We all got excited when we first met the buffalo. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, it's because we haven't been doing our chores. We're gonna do them. I promise. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think the two of us, this tiefling and and I? Could speak to you privately for a moment? Uh, only if the headmistress says it's okay. Yes, it's fine. She's told us that we can talk to you. <laughs> Roll a deception. She gave us this quill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's nice. <laughs> it's 23. All right. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, it's 24. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah, that does sound like something the headmistress would say. Uh, yes, what, do you, what, do you, what do you need? What's that? What do you need? To speak to you privately. Yeah, like we can talk to you right here. We'll talk to you here. He's like hey, poking hey. his head out from behind Brustpool. If you have something to say to us, you can say it here. No, I can't. You can't. <laughs> why? Don't fucking worry about why. We're worried about it, Brustpool. Don't let him don't let him bully you. They don't work here. We don't know them. We in a sense do actually work here. In a in a m- manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been hired by the school. We've been hired by the headmistress. We're here to do something she asked us to do. Part of that being speaking with Rusbull privately. Yeah, and then the female goblin finally kind of pipes in, and she doesn't look up. She just uh, she just says, "Rerig, just do what they say." That's very practical of you. I look down at her. What's your name, dear? <laughs> um, my name's she, and she doesn't meet you, gaze. She does. Her eyes do kind of glance over toward you. She keeps her head low. Uh, my name's Tharxi. Uh, that's T-H-R-A-R-X-I. Tharxi. Tharxi. Tharxi, you're being very reasonable. Mm. We'd I heard reports on who was the most reasonable goblin employed here, and I'm revising it to be you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just... Someone has to be when you when Rhea rigs around. 
if I can see that. How do they keep that little And you see, she doesn't look up at you, but you do see your smile. And like, it, though she does seem like calm and kind of timid, it, it is always, uh, even to your better judgment, unsettling when you see just a row of goblin teeth mm-hmm. smile. It's just kind of off-putting. Their mouths are large and full of consummate bees. Yeah. So <laughs> like, my eyebrow teaches a little bit, yeah. but <laughs> being judged on my appearance yeah. as well, I'm like, sure. I control it well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she calms Rerig down. He doesn't say anything else. Uh, and Buzzball's just like, oh, so where you want to go? I'm just out of earshot of anywhere. Anybody? Uh, we could, uh, we could go to the Goblin Quarters, I suppose. Okay. Well, uh, yes, forest. we've not seen that end of campus yet. That'd be yeah, they lead you there, floor. and it really is like cabins in a summer camp. Like, they have bunk beds, mm-hmm. and there are three buildings. One is only for the females, two for the males. Um, there are eight males and four females. Uh, the, these are the only ones you've seen. The goblins aren't here right now. They're all working. So they take you into one of the cabins, um, and it does have, like, simple pleasures, like beds and uh, foot lockers at the end of them to put your equipment when you go to sleep, um, and a sink that has what looks like clean water in it. Um, and Yeah, and a little mirror in front of it that's just kind of mm-hmm. a little dinky, but, you know, for Goblins, so they're living like kings. Yeah. Oh, uh, but they bring in here, and he's like, "We're alone. What do you want?" So, since you ask, so politely, so politely, um, so the five of us, the other three, and and the two of us, we've been hired by the headmistress. Oh, um, are you guys with them, or did you actually you break off? Right? You didn't go to check out the goblins with them at the Buffalo or anything? Well, I, th- I thought we just kind of Yeah, okay. Off. So you guys are at the library. Yeah. I didn't go to the library. No, you Yeah, you three are together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, th- oh, so the three of yeah, us so, together? Yeah, so it's Guy, Patches, and Callista together, and Arwell and Adelaide okay. have gone to the library. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So... <laughs> book. They're shredding <laughs> Lander's book for me. The yeah. five of us. So that includes the uh, the two uh, magical folk that were with us previously. And Rerig goes <laughs> and spits on the floor when you say magical folk. Sure, fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't. I don't give a shit. Spit. Um, I don't give a spit. <laughs> been hired by the headmistress to investigate. The lots of items have been gone going missing. Yes. So you think that. what? You think we did it because we're goblins? No. no, not at all. No, but however, my learning from my background is that the people at the bottom of the totem pole see the most. We thought you'd know more than anyone. Mm. We don't know anything. You sure? Uh, okay. Well, I'd how be about heroes this? Heroes, if you did. How about this? So, the other two in this group of five, they're like legit magical people. Like they love magical schools. <laughs> Keep spitting. (laughs) (laughs) And they legitimately want to get to the bottom of this. I don't. So my question for you is, have you ever heard of a a half-elf mischievous fellow named Patches? Have you ever heard tell of of someone like that? Uh, We don't. <laughs> um, we don't really get to leave the campus a lot, but uh, it, uh, I mean, I don't know why we'd have heard of him. And then uh, just Thoroxley speaks up. I've, I've heard his name. Well, that's me. And uh, she like finally looks up like to see you. And uh, as she's looking at you, she's just like, hey, you're smaller than I thought you would be. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a normal guy. I'm your what makes Jeff. him so sneaky? Um, so... My question for you all would be, 
if you know you might know how to smuggle out some of these magical items for us to actually Rerig steps forward out from behind Bruzzbull and he has his hands kind of clasped together and you can see like a smile starting to spread across his face and as he does Darkseid like grabs him and pulls him back behind Bull again basically the gist of what I'm saying <laughs> with my tail and pull him back out <laughs> basically the gist of what I'm saying is I don't know if you're the ones doing it I'm just asking you if you know how to do it could you do it for me uh, Thraxy like puts her hand over his mouth and uh, she leans in and whispers something to him and then looks back and she's like we um we and uh, Bruzzbull takes a step forward toward you uh, he's almost as big as you are uh, which is eh, for a goblin a bit unsettling that's pretty fucking huge for like one of these feral crazy by their blood creatures um, and he just speaks up we uh we don't need any more trouble listen uh it's just us, and we, we don't want any trouble. There's it's not any more trouble than you already had. You're, I mean, you're doing the same thing you have been doing. You don't know what you're asking. I, what are we I, asking, then? So then you don't deny that you have been doing it? Mm, not saying we did, not saying we didn't. Just saying we ain't doing it. So what trouble are you in? Less than we have been in the past. Mm. But, I mean, you have jobs and stuff here at the school. Why do you need to be in trouble doing nefarious bullshit? What if we paid you? And, and you see, like, you're <laughs> trying to rip Darcy's hand off his mouth. Like, <laughs> like, he's really excited, and she's just, like, holding him down. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, they, it seems like she's got a lock on him, and he's trying to pull, but he's not able to get her hand off. Um, Buzzbull just says, uh, that's right, and, um, we don't need any more trouble than we've already had. I, we're happy here. What trouble have you had? Uh, we'd be in more if I told you. With the school or your other little goblin buddies? Neither. Ah, so you're working for somebody. So, another question for you. What do you know about uh, Professor Rhyme? Uh, you see all of them go still. When you mention the name, all of them kind of stop, and they look at you. He was nice to us when he was here, like, three years ago, I, but he's a good guy. Why? You haven't heard from him since? No. You haven't been stealing magical items from the school for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to intimidate yeah. him. Furthermore. Um, way to be whatever. subtle, guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty much getting to that anyway. Look, um... He, he looks back at Rerig and Thorxy and then he looks at you. No. Insight. 14. Uh, you think that he's hiding something from you, but you're not sure which part. He's, I mean, yeah, he's just being hesitant and keeping a lot of information from you. But uh, you feel like you're in the right place and like these guys definitely know more about the specific situation than they're letting on. Can I? So there's, there's, there's nothing we could do to convince you what if? What if? So Rerik rips Thraxy's hand off of his face finally, and he's like, "You'll pay us. We'll do it." Darling, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. What if we could frame all of this in a way that made you come out the heroes and be doing even better than you currently are? You couldn't do that. Yes, we no, can. No, I could. <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to. Mm. Come to me with proof. Then we'll talk. You're sitting in front of the greatest storyteller in Ravensbluff. 
I can make this anything it needs to be. Well, uh, I, I can't. I, I can't read it as well as everybody else here, but I heard the greatest storyteller in Raven's Bluff was Lander, so. I take out my That's pouch. That's a fucking lie. I gotta put his books <laughs> on the shelf every day. I wrote the book for him. I take out my pouch and I dump <laughs> ten gold on the table. Yeah, Rick like runs over and grabs it immediately. <laughs> I, grab, I, grab, I grab his hand. I'm gonna roll uh, what strength or an athletics. Oh, and I have advantage on that shit. Or Why? Not advantage, not advantage. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, proficient. You're proficient. Uh, you so, win. So. Um, so you're able to grab his little wrist, and as you do, he just starts like hissing and spit, like. <laughs> I like hissing spit and spitting. A big loogie right in his face. Yeah, he, and he finally settles down and he's just like. <laughs> and I go, This will be your first payment if you do what we ask of you. And then I grab it up and throw it back in my pouch and wrap it around my neck. As, as he gets up there, he uh, he's just like, You can pay us, and, um, and you pay us, and, and you clear our name, and we'll do it. And he looks back to the other two, and uh, Tharxy's just kind of back down, and Brusbull's shaking his head no at him. Clear your name with who? Well, everybody. You said you could. You said you could. Absolutely. Well, we got to know who to clear your name with. I don't know. We will need every detail of your story so that I can rewrite it in a better light. Listen, we, we, you, we're not going to tell a soul. We're not going to tell the headmaster. We're not going to tell the other two members of our party. Yeah. We're not going to tell anybody at all. We just need to know this so we can help you. Rearig is just eyeing the pouch you put the gold in. Uh, he did, seems to kind of checked out of the conversation. And he's just like looking at the it's pouch that has, oh, that has gold. My eyes are up here, buddy. Um, <laughs> he's just like looking at the gold pouch. Um, Bruzzbull is remaining quiet, and so is Tharxy. Her eyes still kind of pointed at the ground. Uh, neither of them seem to be budging right now. Can I do uh, a persuasion check on just what we've been doing so far? Yeah. And could I do a perception check on the room to see if I see anything that looks out of place, like some of the items? Yeah, absolutely. So 13 plus uh, 15. Um, I'm going to roll a deception to... Um, okay, so you're looking around this room, and you do notice that, like, the beds aren't made. Yeah. Um, but there, there isn't anything outside of it. It seems like a pretty simple cabin that these guys live in. There's, like, stuff that you would consider trash, but that it's very obvious they consider treasure kind of lying on, like, some of the foot lockers and around the bathrooms and the mattresses, but nothing, like, suspicious or strange. And I couldn't, like, kind of nonchalantly walk around and maybe, like, kick the beds and just see if anything falls out. <laughs> yeah, you you walk up and you kick two of the beds and nothing falls out. You just kick two beds. Cool. Yeah. I'm like the puns. I go, hey! <laughs> the bed starts playing music. I like that old time rock and, and roll. Two Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what are you doing? 16 for persuasion. Uh, what are you rolling persuasion on? Um, just trying to convince them to tell me their story so I can rewrite it for them and put uh, them in a more favorable light. <clears throat> You got a 16? Mm-hmm. And what were you doing? I, I don't want to skip over this. This I'm, may all happen together. I'm rolling the something <clears throat> to basically convince them that their secret is safe with us when I fucking tell y'all. Okay, um, fine. I'll tell you. I'll tell them everything. Give me that gold. I'll tell you whatever you want. Roll a 26 for deception. Give me the gold. I'll tell you whatever you want. I'll give you, I'll give you fucking, I'll give you 10 gold. Yeah, he takes it and he's just like, <laughs> and then like puts it in his pocket. <laughs> All right, I've got. I take out. My, I have a little book that I keep in my belt. I take it out. Talk. 
He's out. He's out in the woods. He's out in the woods. Rhymes out in the woods. Uh, and Bruzzle's like, uh, Rerig, no. And he's like, what? They can. You can kill him, right? You can take care of him. Then we'll be safe. We can set things right. And he'll tell everybody he made us do it because he made us do it. Yes, of course, darling. Tell me everything. Um, there uh, is it's an old outpost tower out in the woods, mm-hmm. past our past our quarters, and he's there, and he makes us bring him items, and he tells us how to bring them to him. Specific items? He asks for specific things. Yes, yes. He te- he names the item and tells us where it is, and we bring it back. All right. Cool. A lead. <laughs> Okay, well... And you uh, all are, just you all, are the ones that are taking these items to him. Oh, all goblins. Well, goblins, yes. Is he paying you guys? Uh, Not much, but some, but he's, um... He's he's not paying you, why are you doing it? No, he is. He he pays us. Okay. And and he can kill us, so... (laughs) (laughs) When you go back each time, are the items that you previously brought to him still there? No. Oh. Is no. he keeping them? Or is he getting rid of them? Um, Rurik does not see... I don't, I don't, I don't see the items. Huh. But what do you think he takes the items? I, I don't know, Rurik. <laughs> um, and Thraxi's just like still kind of got her head lowered to the ground. I, I guess, I don't know what he does. Sells them? To pay goblins? Maybe. Sure. Sounds like a great market. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to pay goblins. Really He's a real philanthropist. Um, where exactly is the tower? That way. And he points outside of the grounds of the school. You guys are right on the edge of them. And he points outside to the west, um, toward the mountains. Yeah, and as you all are talking to him, you just hear this loud clap. As this thunder kind of just echoes out. And on the top of this roof and in the library, on the side of the windows, you can just start to hear the patter of rain on it. You can smell it as it hits that dirt and starts to kind of fill the air and it brings in a cool wind with it and kind of, you can breathe in this summer heat for a little while. Goblin friends, is this weather normal for this area? In your experience? Um, I... uh, It seems very... The storms never leave. The storms never leave. Has that always been like that or... Mm, I I don't know. I'm not a weather man. I'm not a weather goblin. (laughs) What do you think, Rosemont? Has it always been like that? Storms like this, eh, uh, they come and go. Uh, don't really pay much attention to things like that. Fair enough. What do about you? you um, and yeah, Thraxy speaks up over you as you start to speak. Sorry. They do stay more. Um, they didn't used to be this bad. Hmm. Is that how recently? This this season, this summer. This season. Maybe since yes. uh, is this the since the items have started to be taken. You see her uh, go to answer, and then she stops. Yes. Hmm. Well, I think that's all we really need to fucking know. Interesting. All right, so... Another question. Sorry, I'm no, talking no, over you constantly. It. I apologize. More questions. Uh, more gold. Not, nah, brother, it's like a map. Not quite up to ten questions for your ten gold, sweetheart. He starts to count on his fingers. I last. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all ever see anyone else out there in contact with him? Or know of anyone else that's in contact with him? Only thought you call Rhyme. Nobody else. No one else. No one ever. Okay. Only other goblins. And Rhyme. Right. All right, my dudes. We're going to go look into some shit. Obviously, we're going to be discreet. That was 11 questions. Well. I don't think you can actually count. You're going to get your gold back. (laughs) That was 11 questions. 
about? It wasn't. It wasn't eleven questions, dude. We're good. You can't bullshit um, the bullshitter. <laughs> Booger um, man. We're going to look into stuff, and then we'll get back to you about the whole name-clearing thing and whatever else we might have promised you that I can't remember. Sure. That we um, in the time that this happens, you guys are in the library, <laughs> and uh, you see Lupe coming down the stairs. She has a bunch of paper under her arms, and she calls out to you. Um, <clears throat> you two, excuse me. Hi. May I borrow you? Yeah. Hey, Lupe. Uh, uh, good to see you again. You it's only been... thought about a, what a, I asked? It's only been... 15 minutes, but I've made up my mind. <laughs> um, you're right. What can I learn sitting in my office, uh, making spells that in theory work? I have two things for you. If you get the chance, yeah. try them. She hands you two scrolls. Um, one is uh, charm, and in parentheses it says good dragons. Um, yeah, the other is, it, it's, it's kind of unnamed, uh, which it, it, it like is displayed because there's nothing written on the top of the scroll or on the seal or anything. Um, but you can't open them. Uh, you guys would both know this, you're magic users, so yeah. we don't have to roll for it and stuff. Once you open them, you use them. So you're not able to open it and see it, but she tells you that one is uh, charming good mm-hmm. dragons. The other, uh, well, it works kind of like burning hands. Uh, when you want to do some damage to... A group, if that were ever to come up, and I hope it doesn't for you, but I know it can be treacherous out there. Hopefully this one will come in handy. I hope you know your way around the spell scroll. Oh, uh, we do. We'll take them. Uh, (laughs) I take them, you take them. You can take them. So she hands you these scrolls, and then she says, uh, I have faith in you. Uh, Do not deviate from the plan, and victory is yours. And uh, with that, she kind of just walks back up to her office. Thanks, Thanks, Lupe. Good to see you. And from the top of the stairs, oh! (laughs) And let me know about the results. Definitely. Absolutely. We do love to test things like this. Oh, I live for it. (laughs) So uh, you each have scrolls. You can split them up, or one can keep them. Each of you can have one. Okay. Uh, So, you guys have some information from the goblins. You guys have a couple of spell scrolls from the spell creator at Kaggerts. I'm going to message to my new best friend, Adelaide. Meet us at the Buffalo. Do you have to see them to message them? No, she can just think about them. I don't think so. As long as they're within... Oh, 120 feet. Oh. No, never mind. They're too far away. I bet they're at the Buffalo. As we get closer to the library. (laughs) Yeah, they, they call for you all. You come out. Buffalo is still drinking from the fountain. Goblinless. Yeah, goblinless. Uh, the kids, however, are like bringing, like picking grass and like bringing it up to Buffalo and feeding it with the flats of their hands. And like, <gasps> you can see they're worried he's like going to bite them and like drink away from them. Tear go out of the, look, the, out of the Buffalo's one. eye. Yeah. <laughs> like, God damn, that's the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Buffalo's just eating the grass they hand him. Uh, all right, so you guys are all reunited. Did you and learn anything? It feels yeah. so good. <laughs> Hell yeah. We learned quite a bit. We learned a lot. I have Excellent. a suggestion. Um, since they've hired us, do you think perhaps they'd like to house us and give us some private quarters for the night in which we Oh, talk? I can absolutely get that to happen. That yeah. Good. The information that we just got, we should keep to ourselves for, mm. now. for now. So as you guys are all talking, you notice that a single goblin is looking at you. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's Tharxy. And she's... Uh, like waving at you and just like looking around her and walking up and uh, she just eventually like makes her way up to you and uh, her eyes never come up and she just says "Um, thank you look 
They're, oh. Re-Rig and Brusbull are good. They are, they're good. Um, and I, and I love them very much. Um, there are guards at the tower, but I can take you in when there aren't any. If you want, if you, if you can promise that Re-Rig and Brusbull will be okay and that people will still think they're good when you're done. I'd like to roll inside on her. Sure. 12, 13, 14. Um, yeah, you think you think she's being sincere, and you can hear her voice kind of quivering, and she seems really nervous, and uh, but you think she's being sincere. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, just don't want to be led yes, into what am. Tyf. That sounds great. Darcy. Yeah. Um, you just see meet, clergy meet me of face. outside of the goblin quarters when uh, the moon is even in the sky. Done tonight. Tote. Tonight. Uh, yeah, and with that, she just kind of really quickly scurries away while she she like looks around one more time really quickly and scurries away from you all. Bye. <laughs> it's oh, a God. lot of very good information. Awesome. So we should... let me go talk to someone at the front desk and get us some lodging. But let's <laughs> share the info with them though. We, once we get up there. Yeah. Oh, Not I, I, the I go to the little oh, halfling yeah. with the. Like, girl, I cannot wait to tell you what Make we sure. <laughs> Tell me all about it. Buffalo. We need yeah. a spot for the buffalo. We can't just leave him out here all night. Yeah. Anyway, I get talked to Okay, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, you're, uh, without looking up, she's just, she has a stone in her hand as you walk up, and she's just like, no way. And, and like, sets it down as you all walk in. She, and with her hand stone, goes, yeah, hang on, give me a second. And she's like, what can I help you with? Yeah, uh, we were just wondering, since we're going to be here for a little while, if maybe the college put some rooms oh, to Oh, your rooms? Uh, you have some quarters in the dorms. Uh, it's like... It's pretty nice, but uh, they're simple. As long as it's a bed for us. Yeah, she gives you... Uh, she reaches into some drawers underneath uh, this crazy ornate desk and pulls up some keys and hands them to you. Uh, this is for the room. Um, if you go over to the Griffin... Dorm rooms. It's on the first floor. Uh, dorm rooms. <laughs> I'd give you inspiration for it, but you already have it. <laughs> um, uh, but if you go to the Griffin dorm rooms, uh, it's uh, it's on the first story right when you walk in the main entrance. You can't miss them. Uh, they're nicer than the students' rooms. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Does the buffalo get that room too? Um, your buffalo is fine to wander around the grounds, though. Um, I do hear that uh, Finley is. Not happy with what he's doing with the garden, so maybe keep him out of sight of anything mm, pretty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, put him stables? right next to Finley's quarters. Oh, we don't have stables, no, no horses here. I go and tie the buffalo right up outside uh, Finley's quarters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you do. And as you're tying it up, you can hear a window like, and you just hear someone like, Okay. Yeah, you're able to scavenge this, and I mean, there's grass here that yeah. he can graze, so uh, there's plenty for him to eat. Um, but you all walk to the Griffin dorms, and uh, as you do, you go into the front door, which is unlocked, but you are able to use the key to get into this room. As you walk into this room, it's kind of like a hotel suite. It's like there are two rooms. Uh, one has three beds, the other also has three beds. Um, there is uh, a bowl of water. Uh, with a nice mirror in front of it, and then there are kind of a sitting quarters that has like sofas and a uh, coffee table, and oh, it's very. This nice. is way better than being out in the rain, under your mud and stick. Yeah, and yeah, and just to keep. It was a yeah. very nice hut, though. Thank you. I rolled a nat twenty on it, and all. 
Um, yeah, and it is it is still, like, uh, throughout the day, and especially throughout this night, even as you are all meeting right now, this storm is kind of just raging outside right now. And you can hear the patter of that rain just beating against the window, and then the occasional flash of lightning that lights the entire room, uh, aside from the candles that I'm sure you guys have lit now as it's turning night. Um, but uh, then the thunder kind of follows immediately behind that and kind of shakes the window panes in this place. Uh, you can hear the voices of students outside of it every so often, kind of walking back and forth somewhere uh, besides their room, coming back from the rain. You can hear them laughing and like uh, the slickness of their squeaky shoes with the water on them kind of going up and down the halls here. But um, you all have this room uh, all to yourselves. I'm over like psyching myself up for the night mission. And I've got my hands in the bowl of water, and I splash into my face and look in the mirror. I'm like, no one knows what it's like to ride a buffalo except rear rib. <laughs> I think Goblin's got a pretty good idea what your life is like now. I guess so. Yeah. Um, did you guys want to talk? I yeah, do exactly. filled them in on everything that we learned in our ah. talk with the goblins. Uh-huh. Now you well know. Done. Well done. Well done. Mind Mill. Bam! <laughs> Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, we got to go talk to this guy. Yeah. Girl. I'm hoping he's not Girl. actually there when we get Thruxy's there. a lady. No, 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 no. I'm saying the ex-professor. Oh. Professor Rhymes. The... Was it Rhyme? Gus Rhyme. R-I-M-E. Oh, Rhyme. I thought it was Rhyme. I'm sorry. R-I-M-E is his I last name. Ryan. And his name was what? Thiacar? Uh, Thiacar. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, what time do we need to meet <coughs> little Chica? Uh, she told you when the moon was even in the sky. Where is it right now? Uh, the moon. The moon is like yeah. He, it's already crested the mountain, the Earth Spur Mountains that kind of go around this entire area, and it is. Uh, I mean, it's pretty, pretty far. It's pretty close. Yeah. So just saying, if we get out there, what are we gonna like? What are, what is our like immediate goal? My thought is reconnaissance right now. We yeah. don't need to engage anyone. We just need to look and see if yeah. the items are still there. And- you Whatever that, evidence we can gather. You um, said that she was bringing us there when the guards aren't there. Yes. Also, okay. but let's just say what those guards are before they, we yeah, lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like for you to, for everyone, to keep a close eye on her to see if she's leading us into a trap as we if, go. If uh, Rhyme is there, she seems nice, but she's a goblin after all. Just be ready to split some wigs because you never know. He could just be a crazy person now. I don't know, but he seems pretty calculated. Well, to here's me. a necromancer. The guards could be. Fucking skeletons or zombies. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) I was promised no undead in this campaign. (laughs) I never don't include undead in my campaigns. (laughs) Well, if there's any, is there anything else we need to discuss? Because we got to meet that little goblin pretty quick. Do some reconnaissance. Yeah. yeah. Right. The goal is to just look around. You guys want to meet so Tharxy? So, um, the moon, though it isn't very visible, you still know, like, it's not a literal, like, you know the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, right. guy is a ranger, you would yeah. very easily be able to ranger tell when it was midnight. Um, right. And so, you guys all go out to the goblin quarters, and in a, just, like, little cowl, yeah, Tharxy comes around and uh, she just waves you over. Um, and with that, she, she pulls you all in and is like, look, um... We're gonna walk outside of the guarded area of the school. Um, so there's no wards or anything out there, and it, it's it can be dangerous. But I I, uh, I know the safe way, and um, the guards should be changing now, so they shouldn't be up there. Um, what kind of guards? Yeah. Are? Yeah. Just other goblins. Oh, oh other goblins. goblins. Okay. 
Just Honor. keeping watch. Goblins from the school? Yes. Okay. Honorable insight. Huh. Sure. 17? Yeah, it's 17. Uh, she's definitely nervous about something, but... Um, Why are goblins from the school guarding this tower? Do they so we don't... School? He's hired them to work for him as well. That's the whole thing um, that we learned. That we just told you that. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he's working them. So, like, they never sleep. They just yeah. work their... Well, they take shit. So, Thraxi. Yes. Are there some of these goblins that maybe shouldn't be protected on our story? Um, no. Uh, none of us can help it. I mean, oh, he enough. makes us do it. Of course, of course. I didn't know if maybe there were some that were more nefarious. I've only met the three of you, so... I certainly don't no. want to leave you with anyone um, all goblins. after. All goblins, well, all us goblins. We're good. We're good. Insight? Sure. Never you guys don't trust Thraxy. <laughs> Never known a good goblin before. I'm not good at insight and I rolled poorly. Little so. lady goblin and a cow? Mm. Lady goblin and a cow. But she's... We, I mean, yeah. she's been truthful every time we roll on. Truthful? That's like truthful. a six. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, you're you you just you you're inclined to believe I have her. To take her at face value. Yes. Well, I now we have to go now. Let's, Let's do this talk shit. Let's right. do it. So she leads you through these woods, um, and as she does, anytime somebody tries to speak up, she just she'll quiet you quickly. Should we roll stealth at all? Or anything? Um, I'll let you know. Um, so as you guys are walking through, you are kind of stealthing with her, but the hope here is that she's getting you between the change of the guards, so you're not trying to like sneak past. Yeah. But yeah, she leads you through these woods, and as she does, you realize that you're coming up to a cliff face. And on that cliff face, there is a tower sitting on the edge of it, and it's just overlooking this valley of these mountains, and you can't see what's below. Um, you don't see like light from torches or anything. You think it's probably just unexplored wilderness. But with the moon being covered from these storm clouds, though it's not raining yet, um, you just can't see really anything past this other than this silhouette of a tower sitting on the edge of this cliff. The tower is dilapidated. You can see, even in the darkness, you can tell there are holes in its structure. Um, and as you are walking up to it, she just uh, points and she says, there, I can't go in. If he sees me with you, he'll kill me. Fair enough. Is, is he here now? He's always here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Um... I want to just spend a. Can we hang out here for a minute? I ask y'all. Like, I want to. I want to detect magic. I want to do mm-hmm. it as a ritual, so it takes me a little bit. Ten minutes, right? Yeah. Ten yeah. Minutes. He needs Wait, ten. When do the guards come back, Roxy? Yeah. Um, the guards come back soon. Uh, it's not like a. Well, we're not going to go in, are we? Yeah, we're probably. Probably. Well, we need to gather. Like he's not going to know we're here. Are I'm there windows I'm like on the tower? Stealth master. Yeah. You Maybe. going by yourself? I will. Your nine health. <laughs> I will. <laughs> what, is, what does the tower look like? Are there windows? There, there used to be. It looks the tower. It doesn't seem like it's actually even like maintained or used anymore. Like you can see some of the beams and wood from the floor inside, like hanging through the windows. You can see that the whole tower is kind of leaning just a bit. There are holes in it. You can see like where the maybe stone is different, where there were supposed to be windows. Mm-hmm. But you could just see right into it if that's what you're wondering. Because like it's dilapidated, man. Like this thing is, uh, it's two stories tall. That he's living here? That's what she says. Okay. Illusion magic? Well, I'm going to, anyway, I can still talk and semi-concentrate. I'm going to go ahead and start my... Okay. Um, can you read me the spell? Yeah. Um, and your your uh, your short rest at the uh, Griffin dorm 
is a short rest. So whatever that means for you guys, if that means something. Uh, for duration, since the presence of magic within 30 feet of you, if magic is sensed in this way, you can use your action to see faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area okay. that bears the magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Okay. Uh, so are you doing this, I'm assuming, like right up against the wall of the tower? Do you want to go well, into it? starting it. I don't know if I've if we reached the tower. Yeah, you guys are like, uh, you guys are about 60 feet away from it. You're like right there. Um, well, it's only 30 feet, so I'm wondering how close well, to the tower you're like, the time limit issue was part of it. But it's up to you guys. Well, I'm just starting is what I'm saying. I don't know, and I'm going to I can listen to y'all while I start. Sounds like we need to get you close enough for that to be <clears throat> Yeah, we'll get closer. Okay, so you guys are, I'm assuming, keeping watch uh, as he's doing this. As, as he's uh, starting to do this ritual, he's writing things into the ground. You're pulling out certain... Uh, do you have an arcane focus or do you use components? Um, I have an arcane focus. I have a little metal glove that I have. On my a metal hand. glove that's your and arcane focus? Like um, actual little crystal on top. Okay, cool. So you're using this, and as he writes these symbols into the ground, you can see him begin to meditate, and those symbols begin to glow as he's uh, pinpointing this in. As he does, uh, and he's kind of getting all this together, a storm kind of starts to brew. And you can hear lightning, uh, or you can hear thunder, but what's strange about this thunder is it almost sounds like it's coming from underneath you. Like, it sounds like the ma- it's coming from the mountain itself that you're standing on from this cliff face. But the storm still does roll in, and this rain starts to fall, and you can see that it is starting to muddy the ground, which is where his symbols are written. So uh, you would know this would break your ritual if enough rain, like, ruined it. I want to... Sneak in and just have a look. Mm-hmm. Roll like for me. Like, yeah, then I, I just kind of. Well, you. I mean, you could. My cloak and hold it over you so that I keep it the rain off. Okay, then I'll keep going. Yeah, so yeah. So you're sitting outside and this rain is just pouring down, and your and your I cloak is over top of the him. Callista tent. Yeah, you have the you have the uh, Callista's tiny hut, and <laughs> which is literally my cloak. Yeah, um, but she is being able. To, she's sheltering you. Uh, um, roll, uh, just roll a dexterity for me. Or roll a, let's see. Roll acrobatics. See if you can keep your arms up this long. The rain's coming down pretty damn hard right now. So I roll anything for concentration. No, it's not at point. I need to get flat felt, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. That's better. What'd you get? Um, let me no, you're fine. It's dexterity? If she doesn't falter, then you don't have to worry about athletics. it. Athletics. Yeah, um... So, Athletics, acrobatics, yeah, whatever works. So 23. Wow. Yeah, so even though this rain is just beating down on you and this thunder <laughs> is like shaking and the wind is blowing your cloak, as soon as you feel even the slightest gust of wind, you're able to move in that direction mm-hmm. to keep the rain from kind of hitting him as he does it. Um, and for 10 minutes, you're able to keep this up. It looks like I'm just like dancing. Yeah, oh yeah, it is like an intricate, one of your intricate dances. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so I roll 26 for stuff. Yeah, so 26, you walk in. Uh, as you walk into this tower, it looks long abandoned. It doesn't seem like anyone lives here. The spiral stairs lie in a crumbled mass, and whatever used to be the floor above you has since rotted and fallen to the current floor that you're sitting on. As you look up, you can clearly see the sky above you and feel the rain coming down through the tower and hitting your face. A strange table sits in the middle of the floor here, with a single chair behind it. The table has a strange straps all over it. Giant gears are still partly assembled on the northern side of this wall. They lead to something outside. A small pile of animal bones lies on the floor in the south. Okay. Is there anything on the floor, like a like a 
Um, like a like a trap door or anything like no that. No perception. Okay. And I have dark vision too. Ooh. Um, Is that good? Uh, Eighteen. Ooh. The wooden frame under the staircase seems to sink into the wall just a little bit. Um, and, and just to uh, make sure that this is clear, it's not below it. Like, under the staircase where it's rotted out, it seems like where all that wood has piled up. Some of it is kind of where the wall is, kind of fallen into the wall just a little bit. I want to push it. Yeah, so you're able to push this aside. Um, and as as you do push this aside, you see, you see a small rune appear. And as this rune appears, you finish your ritual. Um, and you see right... Uh, you can't you can't really see patches, mm-hmm. but you do see an aura, um, and it almost I, I seems. Think it might be too far away because it is a what was it? Thirty feet. 30 You're close feet? enough. Oh, okay. I thought You're, we right You're right beside it. You're right beside it. And so you you do see an aura, and it's it's a rune. It's the same thing that you were seeing, and you know it's from the school of necromancy. Um, but there's definitely magic coming from it. Okay. And as you move these things, you see words appear above the door. It says, "I can be long or short, painted or bare, round or square." And uh, it just kind of says that over this arch that's in the wall, um, with a rune kind of glowing in the center of it. I can be long or short, painted or bare, round or square. I'm riding the perimeter of the forest with the buffalo. Yeah, (laughs) it's yeah. And uh, Arwol's having flashbacks to where you first met him, where the lightning kind of flashes and you see him standing in the woods, sitting on his buffalo. (laughs) Yeah. Um, How far away is the? Forest edge to the tower. You're in the forest, if that's what you're wondering. Point. No, well, I'm just wondering. Oh, I see. Um, it is cleared a bit. Uh, it's it, there's like 20 feet of clearing up to the tower. Cool. Um, it is set on the side of this cliff, so it kind of kind of overlooks the valley beneath it. Did we come up yeah. on the top of the cliff or up from the bottom? You you like walked up onto it. Like you didn't have to do any climbing. Okay, so we're it's at like the top you were already up top. Yeah. Right. Um, is there anything else in the area that is glowing? Like you don't notice anything else. Just this. Mm-mm. Um, I let everyone know that there is a, there's a room. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a room here. It's possibly protected by necromancy. Sure. I'd like and to patches. See you see these words appear. Okay, yeah. so I go back and I tell everyone. So I sneak back out and I was like, "Hey, so these words appeared on this rune that I guess you detected mm-hmm. also." Yeah. And a long, yeah. short, painted bear, round or square. And it's necromancy. Let's get it riddles. Be long or short. Let's see. Next one, there's bones. I ride back to the group. <laughs> My painted bones. A Nina Larson story. <laughs> uh, round. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking of like a bedpost. But I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like someone who doesn't know bedposts very well. A door? Rooms aren't usually round. Could be. I mean, a door. Yeah. I mean, a long or short door, though. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Tall or short. I mean, if we're comparing like Gandalfs to Bilbo Baggins, there's. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like long or short, like not tall or short. Mm. And that's all it says. Yep, that's all it says. Um, anyone have any ideas what this could possibly mean? We know affected or possibly, you know, like protected by necromancy. So if that could possibly be a clue for the answer to this riddle. Are you a mineral? No. I'd like to investigate the room. Uh-huh. That is a fucking nap one. 
Yeah, so as you're investigating this room, uh, you actually make the other part of the staircase collapse as you're, oh, trying to look around. And as that happens, you hear this ring out like, and from behind where you guys saw this riddle, um, you actually hear some voices from what sounds like behind the wall. Just like small voices that are coming and you can't tell what they're saying, where they are, anything like that. Shit. <laughs> Maybe. Or hide and see. Yeah, we could hide. Because voices are coming this way, we shouldn't be right here when they come through the other side of that. Yeah. Maybe they'll give us a hint as to how to open it. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Do y'all want to hide? Yeah, let's hide. Okay. Okay, everybody roll. uh, No, you're just hiding. You're just hiding. You don't have to roll stealth. So you go outside of the building and you're trying to look in. um, And then all of a sudden you hear these voices just get really loud. And that place uh, where you saw the door, a little... uh, Who has dark vision? That's three. Patches, Arwol, and Adelaide all see a small hole, almost like a, a piece of stone is removed from it, like form in the center of the door. And as that forms it slides open and four goblins come out. One stays back and is like pushed against the door and keeping it open on his back, like pushing up against the wall where it kind of slid open to make sure it doesn't close. Um, and the other ones are kind of sniffing around and uh, you can hear just this one talk. Did you see anybody? Anyone? Is there anyone out there? Uh, we'll kill you and we'll kill you. Um, and they're all kind of just sniffing around and, uh, and snooping. Uh, oh, wow. They don't even think to walk outside of this building. <laughs> um, they're like all just looking around and then one of them just says, see, I told you, stupid. Nothing, no sounds. It's just the thunder from the storm. And he's like, I thought I heard something. I don't know. I'm sorry. And then uh, one of the, one, like another voice pipes up and she's like, we, we should just go back inside. We shouldn't be out here. Not if Ryan didn't tell us to yet. And uh, with that, they all kind of just hop back down through the hall and uh, the one on the door kind of lets it go and it just like shuts back into place. Great. They didn't use the keyword. <laughs> Long or short. I don't know. I'm just thinking of scrolls. Like when you roll them up, they're round. That's kind of what I was thinking out, too. They're square. They're painted or they're bare. Or not. Mm. Let me roll on that one again. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's eggs. It was eggs in the Hobbit. It's eggs. Yeah, the door opens. <laughs> <laughs> Say we made a loud noise again, and then we just jumped the goblins. We can do that. I'm going to take my hand axe, and right there where the wall opened up, I'm just going to hit it as hard as I can. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, roll, roll, uh, yeah, strength check for me. Here we are again. This is your character chaotic again. Touching shit. No, he's neutral, but he's just like, mm, where the fuck not? 15, um, 16. Yeah, you guys just see sparks fly off of this wall as you hit it. It doesn't, like, get a, a catch or anything. And from deep down under the earth somewhere, you just hear, I told you so! And then, like, you can hear the feet of these things kind of coming back up as this storm is just pouring through the top of this tower on top of you all. You've been kind of getting drenched this entire time uh, that you've been sitting in here. I stick my axe in the ground mm-hmm. real quick and tie my rope around it and stand on the other side of the door and wait for him. Okay, sure. Uh, and I'm, like, on I, the ground. Yeah, I push myself against the side of the door. So if they came out, they couldn't see me immediately. Okay. And I'm, like, down hiding, too. I'm getting just outside. Uh, right. Um, so they do come out. Two come running out and just beef it as they, like, come running past <laughs> this rope. They, like, slide on their faces across it, and they get up screaming, ah! Like, uh, they're obviously in pain. The water lets them slide a little further than they, like, normally would. Um, the third one stops short of the rope um, and has just, like, with a little short sword, cuts it. I'm um, sleep. Okay, um, we'll see how many people go to sleep, and then uh, if any of the goblins are still awake, we'll roll initiative. Okay. 
Nice. I get five d8s, and that's how many hit points, and then it goes from ascending order of the lowest hit points. How much of my rope got cut off? <laughs> it got cut in half. Okay. Yeah, so now I have two 25-foot ropes. Six. <laughs> yes. Seven. Six and seven? Well, six, four, three. Okay, so six, four, three? Yeah. Okay. Three and one. Seventeen, yeah. Ooh, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, hang on, let me do the math over here. Uh, two, the two goblins who fell on their faces have fallen asleep. Um, they, like, were fussing, and then they were like, they just, like, broke past out. Um, the one who stopped short of the rope and cut it, and the one holding the door open are both still awake. And with that, we're gonna roll some initiative. Oh, there's two more? Oh. There yes. yeah, yeah, there are four goblins. Four goblins. Don't hurt them. Non-lethal. Okay, patches. 23. Adelaide? 12. 12. Guy? 7. 7. Callista? 10. Ooh, Arwell? 8. No, no. God. Okay, let me roll for these goblins. Grublins. And then those two are asleep, so they're not in initiative right now. Ha. All right, Patches, you're going to be up first. <coughs> so I want to... Uh-huh. The guy who's holding the door? Yeah. I want to... How do I see... Like, let me know if I can do this in one action. Yeah, I yeah. want to pull him away from the door and use my crowbar uh-huh. to, w- to wedge the door open. Okay, um, you... That's tricky. You can try to, like, run and push the goblin... And then, as long as your crowbar is equipped and you don't have your daggers out, you can, like, run with the crowbar up. I had my dagger. definitely had my daggers up. Then you can't do the... It would take a whole action for you to pull the crowbar out. To run up, push him, and pull the crowbar out. And, like, pulling the crowbar out is a full action. If, you're da- if you have your daggers out, too, yes. Okay. So, okay. Fuck it. God damn it. Um, I'm just gonna stab him. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, run up and attack this Gerbin. Okay, and I'm gonna use sneak attack also. Since, oh. um, he since our will is within yeah. five feet of him. Okay, sweet. Fourteen. Um, fourteen is gonna hit. Uh, these goblins are not like well fitted. Mm-hmm. They have short swords, but like no armor on or anything like that. And, uh, this one especially, it's the one holding the door. He's not actively like <laughs> dodging out of the way. He's trying to hold this door open. Um, that is sixteen damage. Oh man! Definitely. You, how do you slaughter this poor goblin? <laughs> what are we yeah. owing about? <laughs> we're our friends. We're trying to clear their name. Yeah, we're, we're not fine. We're not our friends. Well, we they were, were trying to clear their name. We're lying to these goblins they're, they're anyway. They're going to kill us. <laughs> I have no bones about killing goblins. And I, I, yeah, I mean, I kill people who are trying to kill me. That's what they're trying to do, right? Do, I don't even know yet. I'm just fucking stabbing them. You don't know. Um, well, I fucking, yeah. So this goblin's holding the door. The, the one that's holding the door, I just like run through, stab him in the fucking head. You stab this guy in the neck, you and you hear him just go like, "No, no!" And then like your dagger just like plunges into it. And as the door shuts, his little goblin body gets crushed in it, but it also holds it open enough to where it doesn't close completely. <laughs> Um, so his little crushed dead goblin body is like sitting oh, in the no, door. You're making me feel bad. Alright, goblin one died. Uh, goblin, goblin two was standing behind the door, so he, you can just kind of hear his footsteps run off and you guys are no longer in combat. Best <laughs> battle ever. <laughs> oh my god. We're already clustered. Now we're gonna have again. to fight a necromancer. Well, the door's cracked a bit though. My thing is, so we know who's taking the shit. We know where he is. So we've done our job. Like, we can just go back. We have zero evidence. Yeah. Besides the word of some shifty goblins. The word goblins. of goblins. But I believe him. 
and the campaign ended. He's hey, he was. I listen. I'm. I'll. I'll talk him off the ledge. He was gonna. They were gonna kill us. Yeah, you can hear the goblin who's running down the hallway with the door still cracked, just uh, yelling, "Firecar! Firecar!" Like as uh, as he just kind of takes off running down the hallway. All right, let's follow him. I guess we should just wait for Firecar. No, I want to go in and look at shit. No, that's cool. How are we going to pry this door open? The Your crowbar? <laughs> I have a crowbar. Also, you know, there's a dead goblin holding it open. <laughs> yeah. You could probably just... The yeah. goblin can hold it open. We can. Mm-hmm. Unless they have really strong bones, which I'm doubting. Well, and do. also we should leave him there so the door stays open. I don't know that we're going to be able to figure out Can we squeeze by to... the dead goblin? No, it's the, uh, the crack is enough to, like, maybe get your fingers oh. in. Crowbar it is. Crowbar it is. Okay. He's pretty squished in there. How long does your suit last? We should perhaps tie them up. Yeah. Yeah. You can use 25 foot of my rope that got cut off (laughs) and tied them together. So I'm going to roll to bind them up. Yeah. Is that The sleepy ones? Yeah. Uh, Well, it'll be survival because they're not actively fighting as long as you get it around them quick enough. Because they're sleeping. Or if we just close the door behind them. My cell force train technically. Cool. It is a fuck time. It's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22... Yeah, these goblins are tied the fuck up. Like, yeah. 26. They're not going uh, it doesn't, uh, You don't think they're going anywhere. Their hands are bound, their feet are bound, and their bodies are bound. Like, they're not going anywhere. I mean, they, they're they just tied up. They're okay. Good. Yeah, they're definitely awake now, though. After you tie them up, it definitely wakes them up. So they're like... And I <laughs> drag them over here. Okay. Time to the big gear. Can, yeah. why don't, hey. oh, it could be Ari's gear. Patches, would you like to, time to the big... get the password from these goblins? Is it a brazen gear? <laughs> oh. Hey. <laughs> What's the password? Um, the, the goblin, even like with its hands tied behind its back, just like flips you um, off. So the, I, so I have the crowbar holding the door open mm-hmm. at this point. I walk over, um, with my dagger and just put it to his throat and I say, what's the password? And he says, I told you, I told you. So it's, it's a, a finger? finger. It's trying. Painted or bare, long or short. A fingernail? Round or square? As soon as you say fingernail, the glyph glows and the slot opens on the door. And you notice you notice that as he's flipping off, his fingernail is missing from that finger. Huh. Let's take one from the dead goblin in case we need it later. Sure. A fingernail? Yeah. Uh, Well, we said the word fingernail and the thing was glowing, so I I'm not sure that actually opens the door. Let's prop it just in case. Yeah, I mean the 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 door's propped with my crowbar. Rip off a dead goblin fingernail. Okay, fuck it. it I'll, I'll cut his fingernail off. The, the dead, dead one? Yeah. You pry his fingernail out? Yeah. What do you do with it? I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> I eat it. I there was know. a hole that opened up, mm-hmm. and you saw a thing. Yeah. Can we see the hole? Yeah. Cool, you put, put it in there. Just put your finger in it? No, just put the fingernail in it. Stuff it in there. Yeah. You just throw the fingernail throw inside fingernail of it? fingernail in there. <laughs> that nothing so happens. Weird. Okay, put your okay. finger in it. How do we always get in these situations? put my finger in it. <laughs> Isn't this how you lost a hand in the last campaign? Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my finger in it. You put your finger in there, and as you do, you pinky? Yeah, you put you put it in there, and as it does, you feel it like the hole gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And as it does, you feel your fingernail catch, and it's like you can push past it. But once it's past it, something is pried up against it, and you're gonna have to rip back out to like pull your finger out of it. And you, it feels like your fingernail is definitely gonna remain inside of this thing when you pull back out of it. Why? Oh, God. <laughs> That's oh a man. That's a real big bummer. <laughs> yeah, so guy is sitting there with his can pinky I, in this thing, and he just out loud goes, "That's a bummer." <laughs> can I try to like smush my finger down a little bit? No, no, it's in there, dude. It's happening. You just gotta rip it out. You just gotta do it fast, like a bandaid. Okay. 
You only take one bludgeoning damage, but your fingernail is ripped from your hand, and as it is, you can just see the blood pouring out of it, and as it happens, the rune glows brighter, and you can hear the cracking of the bones as the goblin is kind of released from its little prison in between the door, Uh, but the door does open, and before you is a cave system. It looks like it goes deeper into uh, the actual mountain. To, like, offer a fingernail? Yeah, please cut off a few fingers. Or one finger. Yeah, surely use the goblin. Yeah, (laughs) as I'm, like, bleeding. But I roll medicine and bandage myself. So you guys find yourselves in this room. Uh, If you could place yourselves at the mouth of it. In this room, uh, you do notice this big cave system. There are torches lit on all of the walls. There are strange cots kind of lined up all around this room. Um, And as you guys are entering it, you notice that there are three goblins positioned. Thank you around the room, and as you all enter the room, as you all enter the room, you're all going to roll some initiatives for me. Come on! (laughs) Could be worse. Oh, God, I'm still, like, my skin is crawling. Yeah, so as you walk into this room, water is kind of pouring all over the sides of this as it's just pouring from the top. You can feel it running underneath your feet as you walk into this room. The goblins are already armed. It seems like they've been alerted since you guys were up there. Um, And as they're sitting here, they're just yelling out, Thyaker! Thyaker! Like, all of them. Uh, And the goblin closest to you all just says, Hold them back! What is everybody's initiative? 13. 19. 10. Arwell? Mod 20. Wow. Callista? 13. Okay. Let me roll from a G's. Those are goblins. So that's what they mean in like a G thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's goblins. Goblin thing. The OG original goblin. Arwell, in this battle in this cave system with these goblins, uh, you was up first. And these are, just uh, just to be clear, at the this end of the room, there is a large mound of rocks that are kind of just sitting there. Uh, you can tell that this goblin is kind of using it as cover. This room is lit with torches on the side, so even those without dark vision, those are cots that the goblins sleep on. Oh. Um, and so with, even without dark vision, you're able to see in this room. Um, I'm going to stay where I am, and I'm going to call, cast False Life. Okay. On yourself? Yeah. Okay. You, it has to be yourself. It's 1d4 plus what? 1d4 plus 4. Yeah. Oh! All right, yeah, so as this happens, you all feel this strange energy, and you almost kind of hear it like, (gasps) kind of come into him as this new, different form of life is kind of breathed into you. And you do feel a little bit more robust, uh, and like you could carry on a little further than you felt like even just a moment before. I'll go here, kind of going up toward the cots. Sweet. Okay, anything else? Uh, That is it for now. All right, Patches, you are up. Callista's on deck. So I'm going to run over to this first goblin over here on the right. Gonna attack it. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we're already in this situation, so. Harbinger of death. Oh, God. Not 20. Damn! <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, roll it up. So That's, uh, okay, so uh, the house rule is that you get a full dice of damage, and then you roll your damage dice and add that to it, plus uh, any modifiers. So I roll your dice. Um, plus one. Plus four, so that's nine. Damn. Uh, how do you uh, dispatch this first goblin? Dagger right in the top of the head. Yeah, you run up and you can see this one like, ah, ah, and you just run up and just like stab this thing right in the face and it's immediately dead. This is a dead goblin. These little goblin buddies are going to be so upset. Anything else, Patches? We, they're trying to... Kill us, right? We don't even know if they're trying to These kill us. These are standing like, here shouting. You just keep killing them and then saying, oh, I don't really know what they're doing. Callista, <laughs> you're up. I'm just getting caught up in the moment. I'm going to move out just a little bit. Um, just right outside the opening of the door there. 
Um, and I'm just going to remind everyone <laughs> that we're not necessarily trying to kill them all because I'm not sure that when we get to this wizard that he's not just going to kill us all and leave. <laughs> In which case, I'll never get to tell a story in land. Right, um, um, so I'm just saying, try to stun them, not kill them. Hold your fire. Adelaide, you're up. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to shout, we don't have any um, beef with you goblins. We just want to talk to Land Lander? No. Uh, not, not even close. Matt, you have Than to something. roll this. So you, Adelaide walks out and says, we just want to talk with Than, what was his Can name? Say, Professor Rhyme. I don't remember his first name. Thyakar. Thyakar, thank you. We just want to talk to Thyakar. We have nothing against you. I'm sorry I killed your friends. <laughs> and I just ran into the center of the room. That's it. Great. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna run up as close as I can to the other goblin. Were they protesting to, like, not be killed? Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they have their weapons out. But they were just shouting for the wizard. Seems death worthy. <laughs> I'm just going well, now to... Now I feel bad again. I'm gonna, you should, you murder Bobo. <laughs> I'm going to tie the 25 feet of rope I have around one end of the arrow and and pull it back and ready my action. Okay. <laughs> All right, you do that. You get a rope around an arrow and you pull it back, but you don't make an attack. I know. One is up first and it moves away out of the way from you. It dashes over here and hides um, and it just yells out, Thyaker, rhyme, help us. Uh, and as it does this other goblin here says, yes, please, intruders, people here, help us. You hear a voice speak out to them. Who would disturb us? How do they find us? And uh, this man walks out. He has pink fleshy colored skin with black horns and eyes. His long raven black hair blends into his ebony robe seamlessly. His tail kind of drags the floor behind him. Small animal skulls adorn a belt over his chest and strange trinkets and vials clink and jingle around a belt at his waist. He does walk out and as he does, uh, he holds a hand out. And he says, rise. This goblin's body kind of shambles back together and it pulls the dagger out of its head. Um, and it's just, once again, standing in front of you. Uh, as this uh, is all happening, he just looks up at all of you um, and walks out a little bit from behind this rock, though not in front of this goblin, and says, you should leave while you can. With that, he is uh, going to cast Ray of Sickness at uh, Patches. That's uh, an 18, which is going to hit... That's uh, that is for GDK five. Episode two. <laughs> that's that's for that's for five damage. Ouch. Um, and you need to make a Constitution saving throw. Suck at those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this green ray of energy just kind of shoots out of his hand toward you, and you can see his hair kind of blowing back as this happens. Oh no, uh, you are poisoned for two rounds, um, which means you're going to make uh, disadvantage on pretty much everything. But he holds his hand out in front of him, and this ray just kind of blasts out of it, and this green, sick, pale light is showing from it. It almost drips in the air as it's, like, coming toward you, and it just slams Patches right into his chest, and you guys can hear him, like, gag, like, oh, <laughs> like, as this ray hits him. Um, and you can see his skin around the area where it hit uh, just becoming white and flaking off a little bit. Arwell, you are up. Patches, you're on deck. I... No, I'm just going to do Blade Ward for now. Okay. What does that do? Oh, um, you you don't take uh, you take half damage from uh, yeah, physical attacks. To all weapon okay. attacks, basically. Patches. Um, yeah. You're up. Callista's on deck. Um, I'm going to attack the zombie in front of me again. Okay. But I can use sneak attack. 
Right, because one of your allies is five feet from him. Yeah, this is nine. Yeah, a nine is not going to hit this guy. I'm just going to run over here and he can get an attack of opportunity or whatever. Okay. I'm just going to stand. Yeah, he swings at you with uh, his little short sword. That's a 17. God damn it. And he does five damage to you as uh, you're kind of turning to run from little... I'm out. You're out? What do you mean? Like, I'm like unconscious. Oh, okay, yeah. So Patches like goes to run Shit. from this thing. As this, this goblin kind of reassembles, <laughs> and Patches goes to swing at it with another dagger, and it steps out of the way, and just its body doesn't even all look at him. You can see the blood still kind of gushing from its head, uh, and just like the brain matter is kind of coming out, and it just reaches back towards Patches as he turns to run, and just like puts his short sword right in his back, and Patches kind of falls onto his face. Um, Callista, you're up. I pick Patches up, and I leave. <laughs> okay. I drag him out. And drag him back out the door. Sure. And <laughs> After so. After making eye contact with what I believe from the description is the tiefling, to, I just make eye contact and nod at him and back out with patches. As you go to leave through here, um, a goblin drops from the ceiling to block your way out. Um, and as it does, it's, okay, it's don't tell us we should leave and then block our way. <laughs> it has it has uh, it has it has it has bated breath, uh, and it looks really nervous in front of you, and it's kind of just shaking. But it does get uh, an ad- advantage on you with its sneak attack, and that's going to be uh, mod twenty. Um, and it just kind of like lazily swipes out at you just like really quickly and takes a step back uh, and does four damage. Okay, so as both of you get up here, you can see Thyakar, uh, though he sounds like a powerful professor, as you get up, you notice that he's slouched over. Um, his tail, unlike Callista's, isn't up behind him and kind of alive. It's kind of down on the ground beneath him and it's just dragging. Um, and as you see him in this light, his hair was over him before and he had those ebony robes on. He has really strange scars all over his face and they look fresh. Almost like his skin has been burnt off on one side, but they're like strange white lines that are kind of zigzagging all over his face. And you can see that some of his wardrobe has been ripped and he looks like he's out of breath. And he just kind of looks like really tired and beat up as you're able to see him in this light a little bit closer. Adelaide, so you are up. I'm going to roll persuasion. We are not here to fight. We are here to talk necromancy with you. With disadvantage, please. Why? Because you killed a goblin! It's a nat 20 and a 3. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. an eight. it's an 8. Um, and all he... He, he just, he's looking at you as you say this. As as he's looking at you, he just, he doesn't say much. He doesn't really respond to it. Um, he's just kind of looking around the room and all he says is, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and he, he leans back and as he does, he kind of looks back toward this area that he came from. And um, as he does, he, re- he reaches one hand out and raises a skeleton beside of him. As he raises the skeleton, he uh, he says something to it, and he just says, "Come out and help me." Uh, and as he does, you can see him kind of falter, and he passes out behind it. And it seems like he was trying to hold on, but he just wasn't able to, and he passed out. Um, and as he passes out, the skeleton he raised also crumbles. That one's alive. Yeah, yep, sure that one's good. Different. This one's an animated body. This one is make a skeleton come out of the ground. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Gerblin is going to run out really quickly and say, you should never have come here! And it attacks you. It's going to hit. That's a 17. Uh, That's three damage. 
uh, three slashing damage. And then uh, this other one is going to try and, like, it drops its weapon and it bends down and starts trying to, uh, like, shake Thyakar awake. Uh, j- just wake up! Uh, hurt. We can't We can't beat them without you! It's just, like, freaking out and trying to wake him up, but uh, it is unsuccessful in doing so. Thyakar is going to make a death saving throw. Um, and you see, as this goblin is shaking him, he just <gasps> like gasps for air a bit, even though he's still unconscious and on the ground. Uh, or will you're up? Just, I guess, the animated body beside me. I'm going to just whack it with my quarter staff. No, a nine. Uh, nine is not going to hit okay. this thing. So we learned that nine does not hit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm really here. Um, all right. Uh, and, um, after that, I'm gonna kind of run toward my friends over here. Okay. Uh, Patches, make a death saving throw for me. Cool. I'm, what about, I'm sorry. What Just roll a d20. Okay. If it's 10 or above, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. 13. Woo! Yeah. yeah, you are one step closer to no, staying alive. Calista, you're up. I want to look at the one that just stabbed me, and it can clearly see that I have not drawn any weapons, and I'm holding the dying body of my party member, who I'm going to just put down for now, because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was stabbing people. Um, and I'm going to just put my hands out. Please, please don't attack. What's going on here? Roll a persuasion. Guy, I did skip you. No, no, no. No, you're next. Oh, okay. That's it. Did you not get a turn last time? I don't think so. Oh, then I might have skipped you. I'll give you a turn. <laughs> My bad. 21. Yeah, with the 20, uh, 21's pretty good. Uh, it, this thing is shaking and it, it is just like, we have to. Even if he's asleep, we have to. You have to what? Help him. Help him what? Kill you. Why? That's what he says. Why? He threatens us. He kills us <gasps> if we don't kill you. <laughs> yes, but why? You didn't know we were coming. You aren't supposed to be here. <laughs> that doesn't matter if we know you're guests or not. You have to die now. And uh, through, through talking this thing, uh, it, he does set his sword down, but says, even if you run, you'll still die. Yeah, Kill so he sets, he sets his sword down uh, and kind of like backs away from it a bit. Adelaide, you're up. I'm going to say to this one, we're friends with Bruspel and Thraxi. We're here to help you be free. Um, you can roll persuasion with disadvantage. Yeah, uh, the goblin in front of you kind of stops when you say it and then says, then they'll die too. Okay, I want to non-lethally whack him over the head. With the staff? staff. Okay. Like Rafiki. Eight. (laughs) Eight does not hit. hit. Nope. Uh, Guy, you're up. For my two moves. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Sorry. I will walk here. I'm gonna shoot. That's it. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the arrow that has the rope tied to it and attempt to kind of snag him. Okay, you'll roll with disadvantage because there's a rope on your arrow. Seven. Oh god. Yeah, the rope is just—it just makes the back end of the arrow awkward and it just like hits the floor. It doesn't fly like it should. Ten pounds of rope on the back of it. To forcefully push him to the ground. Uh, you can try to—you can just try to grapple him. Grapple him. Yeah. What's that? Uh, you'll roll a strength check versus him. Cool. The good news is his strength is a little less because he's a zombie now. That would be a six. Oh, it's even less. Goblins are not strong. It's a six. Um, well, his is a four, so. <laughs> <laughs> the weakest wrestling match that's ever happened in I'm suits. finally strong enough to wrestle a dead man. You're able to, like, put it to the floor, and uh, you have, uh, you're trying to get your arms around it. Gerblin 2 is going to try and get away from you. Oh, God. Roll a strength check. It probably doesn't matter. You it's probably won. Or that's effectively a zero. 16. Yeah, so you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you win. Um, you're able to keep this thing pinned. It just very weakly is trying to push up. This uh, Gerblin is going to try and awake oh, Thyakar. He does not. And then Thyakar is going to make one more death saving throw. Ooh, that's actually a fail. Thyakar uh, goes limp completely. 
um, at the other That's end, <laughs> at the, at the, at the, at the uh, side of this cave. He was cave. already mostly dead. When we um, but yeah, he, his body goes limp. Uh, no one said he was dead, but he's, he's not moving and his arms are kind of, they've stopped and the goblins kind of just laid him down and stopped screaming out. Patches, make a death save. Can I just throw. go back to where, no, I'll just, I'll see Okay. That's a 20. Patches, 20. you are stabilized. Yeah. Uh, so you are at uh, zero HP, but you're still unconscious. But you're alive, so that's no one's... Unconscious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you just stabilized. Alrighty. Callista. He seems to have that under control, so I'm gonna... He's grappled, so he's not gonna get an attack of opportunity, right? No. Yes, okay. that's correct. He won't yeah. be able to swipe at you. I'm gonna come. I can, up. I can get up to the rock here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna try to talk to this one and say... What's wrong with him? What is he doing? I think he... I think he died. I think he's dead. It looks like it. He was sick when he came in. What? Why? Uh, he didn't look like that before. I don't know. Okay. Is there something else down there? Oh, we're not, we're not allowed to go down there. Oh. Sure. You are now. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I'm sorry. I'm unconscious. <laughs> in your sleep. Uh, you should check it out, though. <laughs> um, I mean, talking is a free action, so you can... Okay, so I can still do Yeah, something. you can do whatever well, you want. I don't want to attack him just yet. He's not holding his sword. Can I um, just see what I can see down this hall here? Yeah, you look down the hall, um, and you know that, that like this water, it's still storming outside. You can still just hear the thunder just a bit, and water is just kind of pouring through this place, and even some seams around it where the dirt is still kind of soft and hasn't become rock yet, you can see the water pouring into here, and it seems to be pooling and going down into this place, but as you look down it, did you determine if you have dark vision or not? You do. Oh, yes, I do. Thanks to my infernal heritage, I have superior vision in dark and dim conditions. Yeah, so you look down, and in this room, you notice that the hallway before you, it's not its not crazy long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about 50 feet, and it leads into this room that it seems like it's lit, and you can see pools of water and hear the dripping of it. Um, you also notice something glimmering on the other end of the room beyond you, but you can't really make out exactly what it is from here. Yeah, Adelaide, you're up. I'm going to investigate his body and see if there's any, like, health potions or something in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, you don't really have to roll investigation for this. I'll just okay. let you do it. He doesn't have, like, a health potion in his asshole. Like, <laughs> he had a very clear yeah. potion I mean, belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you do find some potions, but you don't know what they do. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, you have three potion bottles in your hands, but you're not sure what any of them do. Uh, I say, come on, friends. Well, I guess Patches can't really come on. Um... Yeah, I turned to Calissa and I said, do you want to go check it out? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Are these goblin... I mean, we're out of... You're not out of combat right now. Okay. Uh, he he didn't look like this before they said, so something has happened to him in there. Hmm. I yell, check his butthole! <laughs> and then, uh, and then I, uh, so my axe is still lodged in his head, mm-hmm. and I'd like to try to kick the axe head and pop his skull off. Okay, just roll an attack with your axe. Boom. That's going to hit. 18 plus... Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> Just roll your damage. Yeah. Two. So it's two total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's enough to put this zombie out of commission, at least. Blah! And as you put this thing out of commission, you f- just kind of shove the axe further into it. Uh, you all are out of combat. None of the goblins have their swords raised. You guys are out of combat. Uh, combat. Combat. This, this, uh, this goblin looks genuinely scared and is trying to, like, inch through you guys. Uh, it doesn't know what's going on. Um, Thyakar's body lies here, uh, patches at the mouth of this. The twice-dead goblin lies in the middle of the room around their cots. This water is still kind of just pouring into this cave system. Uh, the thunder outside is echoing from the tower down that hallway into this cave. 
Um, your fingernail is still oh. missing, uh, and you do notice as you're as you're searching Thyakar, he doesn't have any fingernails on his hands. Oh, gross! Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so it seems like he's had to leave and come back in That's alone a couple of times. Sometimes. You all are sitting here, and the goblins are just beside themselves. They have no idea what to do. They're talking to themselves. They're not looking at you. They're like, "What do we do? What do we do? I, I can't go back to the school. Thyakar's dead." And then a voice that only Guy can understand speaks out. Um, and it, it, you you understand it. It says, Thyakor, which all of you can hear in this deep growl that comes from uh, this hallway. Uh, Thy- and only a uh, guy can understand the rest of this. Thyakor, who has come? Let them answer to Agdavatskakast. Tell them to come to me. Um, you would recognize this voice as Draconic. I, How do you spell that? Draconic. Oh, then you understand it too. Um, yeah, and so this voice calls out. Um, it says, Thyakar, tell them to come see Agdavaskakast. I'll show them who is the ruler of this forest. And as this happens, you hear this roar, just <laughs> like thunder, just <laughs> kind of claps from uh, down this hallway where it's coming from. And you all can see this light come from the room. As it does, uh, the ceiling kind of starts to crumble uh, on top of you. The, it closes off the exit here completely. Adelaide, you need to make a dexterity saving throw really quickly. As the ceiling um, maybe hits you, maybe does not. Uh, mod 20? Yeah, so the mod 20, you see the ceiling crumbling above you, and you see it block the entrance, and you're, you look up and kind of dodge out of the way. But uh, you were all sitting in this cave system, patches completely unconscious, uh, with this voice speaking in you from Draconic, telling Thyakar, who it obviously does not know is dead, uh, to tell their guests to come and see it. And uh, with that, we're going to end episode two. Okay. <laughs> As episode two comes to a close, I just wanted to say thank you for your support. If you want to connect with me or any of my players, you can catch us on our official Twitter at HitDicePod. If you're as excited about the next episode as we are and are loving the show, the best way you can show your affection is by leaving us a review and telling your friends about us. Make sure to join us next time to see what that strange voice was calling out to our heroes and exactly what happened to Thyakar Rhyme in the cavern below the abandoned wizard's tower. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.